Available at farmnewsnow.com or wherever you find your favorite podcast. Agriculture through a modern lens. This is the AgriPod with Alice McFarland. On this episode, another value-added food processing announcement for the prairies. AGT Food and Ingredients will be adding an oat processing line to its facility in Aberdeen, about 40 kilometers northeast of Saskatoon. The Aberdeen plant has been handling pulse crops for about 15 years, and some construction will be needed for the oat expansion. Murad Al-Khatib is the president and CEO of AGT Food, and he will share the process to get to this point. Pork producers should focus on risk management strategies amid the market volatility created by Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Tyler Fulton, the director of risk management with Ham's Marketing Services, says the futures markets had rallied to some of its highest levels seen in years. The invasion is now throwing another level of uncertainty into the sector. After the break, Murad Al-Khatib. Digging into the topics that matter to you, the AgriPod with Alice McFarlane. Tyler Fulton is the Director of Risk Management with Ham's Marketing Services. Tyler, the hog markets have experienced a ton of uncertainty with Russia's invasion of Ukraine. So maybe let's step back a bit and talk about where the markets were at earlier this winter. We saw the futures markets um, rally up to, you know, some of the highest levels that we've seen in years um, with the summer months um, exceeding a dollar, $120 uh, per hundredweight in U.S. dollars. So um, that converts over very favorably in Canadian dollars to well over, uh, you know, $240 depending on uh, per, per CKG. Um, uh, throughout many of the, the, the weeks in the summertime. But since then, we've seen the prices kind of come under, well, the futures market has experienced a ton of volatility um, and just uh, uncertainty associated with uh, all things, um, all of the factors that kind of come from the invasion of the Ukraine from Russia. So what does the impact of all of this have in confidence when it comes to marketing? Yeah, confidence is a good way of putting it. On a broad, on a broad scheme, um, all commodity markets have really uh, started to kind of question the fundamentals that they had been um, kind of trading based off of. Russia, Russia and the Ukraine, while they don't have a direct... Um, a major influence on meat protein markets around the world. They, uh, they do have a very um, significant impact on feed grain prices um, and feed grain supply. And so, um, you know, it, we'd have to go back to 2010 when, when they were um, a, a significant player in terms of bringing pork or other meat products into that country, um, but since then they've really built up their industry and um, and have become much more self-sufficient in, in meat protein. So that's that's not really the the kind of the factor that's making things uncertain. It's more on the um, on the feed grains and even energy and fertilizer um, markets. Germany, for example, imports a, a fair amount of feed grains from from the Ukraine, from that region, 
And um, it would obviously have a pretty significant impact on um, on their cost of production and therefore the size of the of the uh, the herd and the, and the and the supply that that comes out of uh, Western Europe. So that's that's one of the factors. Of course, there's the other you know broader macro factor that is um, everything uh, you know inflation and everything kind of uncertain um, that that really only adds to the inflationary kind of trend that we've seen over the course of the last uh, year or so. So with all this in mind, what should pork producers be watching for? Well, there's so many moving moving parts to this situation. Um, one thing I think to, to watch for is um, you know, and, and not directly related to this situation, but the the possibility of seeing a greater influence from China um, in terms of imports, um, especially if there's, you know, if we start to see a further slide in North American prices, um, you know, that might become a trigger point to, you know, to start purchasing more higher volumes from um, from North America. I think the other, you know, the other situation is is just broadly what are what are global feed grain prices doing, uh, and and what strategies can can hog producers take in order to mitigate the effects of that volatility and that and those uh, inflationary um, trends that we're seeing even on the feed grain side, um, and then also how does that factor in to their whole farm risk management plan. Um, I think there's still, you know, we're still dealing with a relatively tight supply, tighter than really anybody had anticipated. Um, with, for example, year-to-date uh, hog slaughter in the United States being down 8%, um, that that really is a, a tight scenario. So it's it's unlikely that we're going to see a significant drop in, uh, in prices. Um, but I think one thing that is going to be a, a a pretty steady theme is the is the uncertainty and the volatility that goes with that um, connected to you know the the whole situation in in the Ukraine. Tyler, in your opinion, what needs to happen to bring more stability to the hog market? I I, I, I don't even know how uh, what we could see in this in the short term. Um, that would that would stabilize things. It's uh, you know I, I think that's that's a reason why you know there's tools I guess for hog producers to use to secure some of those prices. So if we get a scenario where you know where we've got good margins that can be secured with forward pricing or or securing your um, your feed costs. Um, then it's it's something that producers should should definitely be doing. I, I really don't see a, a short term end, um, and it's a bit of a fool's game, I think, to try to predict which which way things are going to go um, on on this current situation. Tyler Fulton is the director of risk management with Hams Marketing Services. This is the Agriculture News and Review for the week of February 28th, 2022. The Russian invasion of Ukraine weighed heavily on delegates at the Canadian Federation of Agriculture annual meetings in Ottawa. 
Agricultural Producers Association of Saskatchewan Vice President Bill Probilski said even if the fighting stopped immediately, it would take two months before damaged infrastructure in the Black Sea ports could be repaired and reopened. The Canadian Food Grains Bank responding to the crisis in Ukraine. Executive Director Andy Harrington said his group is appealing to Canadians to donate for emergency food aid to Ukrainians in need. Canadians can give to Ukrainian emergency relief at together.ca. A Winnipeg farm equipment manufacturer said it strongly opposed the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Bueller Industries produces the versatile tractor line and farm king equipment. The company is 97% owned by a Russian firm. Bueller Industries stated it is not a Russian company and that it operates with autonomy and all decisions are made in Canada. The National Farmers Union renewed a call for an investigation into farm fertilizer pricing. President Katie Ward told the Commons Agriculture Committee that fertilizer companies are charging exorbitant prices. She said those companies blame higher prices on supply chain issues but are still making windfall profits. Extremely dry weather during last year's harvest is impacting the quality of pea seed. Sandy Junick with Discovery Seed Labs in Saskatoon said there was a lot of mechanical damage and vigor had been impacted. He said other pulse crops seemed to be faring better. On the plus side, disease was not a common issue with the pulse seed. Bouverie Exports Calgary had its Safe Food for Canadians license suspended by the Canadian Food Inspection Agency. The suspension for the Fort McLeod-based meat processor occurred because they failed to comply with regulations with regards to operational sanitation procedures and preventative control measures for the detection of E. coli. The suspension will be lifted if CFIA determines that corrective measures have been taken. Canadian cattle inventories were lower at the start of the year, but numbers were higher for both hogs and sheep. On January 1st, Statistics Canada said there were 11.1 million cattle and calves on farms across the country. That was down 0.5% and the lowest number since 1989. Cattle inventories were down 1.2% to 8.12 million in Western Canada as drought conditions reduced hay production. If you like what you've heard, you can rate and review wherever you get your podcasts and make sure to subscribe to AgriPod with Alice McFarland for more weekly episodes. Digging into the topics that matter to you, the AgriPod with Alice McFarland. Murad Al-Khatib is the president and CEO of AGT Food and Ingredients. Murad, your company has announced that it's getting into oat processing and expanding its existing facility at Aberdeen near Saskatoon. So let's talk first of all about what's involved in getting the oat processing online with what you currently have on site. Well, you know, actually, the, the Aberdeen facility was actually the second facility in the entire AGT footprint. So, you know, with expansion over the years, 45 facilities, it's definitely a big part of our history. And it's been a pulse processing plant. So we've been doing a lot of uh, Eston lentils, green lentils, canary seed, you know, and those kinds of products. But, of course, the uh, the growers in that region are really strong at growing oats. And, you know, with the global demand for oats, especially in the North American market, really rising, we thought it was time to uh, to definitely take advantage of the growing region and take advantage of the uh, the markets that we started to create on the food and ingredient side. So tell us exactly what needs to be done at the current plant. Yeah, there will be actually, uh, you know, some building footprints that have to be altered. Uh, but, you know, we actually have quite a bit of space there. And so, you know, we're going to be able to uh, to add in 
you know, all of the oat processing equipment. So the front cleaning side is there already. All the storage is there, the related infrastructure. But, you know, the uh, oat dehulling, you know, and, and uh, all the necessary infrastructure to, to, to uh, produce, you know, very high-quality food-grade uh, oat growths and, uh, and oat products are going to be uh, implemented in that facility. So pretty exciting to kind of combine that with the pulse and food ingredients business that we've developed in North America and in the world. Because when we look at oats and pulses, we have a real complementarity of the amino acids. The digestibility is enhanced when we blend those two products together. So when we look at the bakery and pasta and snacks, you know, uh, businesses in North America and in the world, we see oats and pulses as a winning combination. And how long will this uh, construction process take? We're actually hoping uh, to be up and running, uh, receiving oats here this uh, harvest. And uh, before the end of the calendar year, we'll be finished. Uh, you know, all the construction and finished products will be going out to the world. So, you know, it's, uh, it's a project that's been under planning for uh, quite a while. And, you know, even with longer lead times on equipment and things, we've got everything ordered and on the way. And, uh, you know, works have actually already started in terms of getting ready to be ready for this fall. Well, I guess the next question revolves around uh, staffing. So will you be hiring more employees once everything is in full production? Yeah, absolutely. You know, again, uh, you know, the current plant staff are all uh, going to be retained and, and uh, put into the new operation. And we are expecting that, you know, not only are we going to be handling a lot more tonnage, but, uh, you know, again, there's going to be uh, additional jobs. And as the, you know, the uh, the processing is uh, is continued to evolve at that site, we definitely see further expansions coming. I think there's uh, probably around uh, 12 or so, and we're expecting the workforce could, you know, up to double. And, and uh, you know, again, this will create opportunities there. It'll also create other opportunities around some of the other value-added processing facilities. We're building an extrusion plant at Regina, and uh, that plant will also be receiving oat uh, ingredients from this plant. And it'll go into our food ingredient manufacturing business, uh, you know, all throughout North America. So this will be an integral part of the supply chain link to farmers to bring the oat side to the pulse side to the food and plant-based foods around the world. Who will uh, your primary customers be? Are we looking at large food companies in Canada and, and around the world? Yeah, we've got actually, um, you know, the, the main target will be the companies that are producing, you know, oat-related, uh, you know, cereals, so flaking companies, uh, breakfast cereal, cereal bar companies. And then also, AGT itself will be a big client, as I said, for our extrusion business. So we'll be looking at oat and pulse-based pastas and our veggie pasta brand, which has been launched in North America. And then we'll be also selling uh, into, you know, bakery and uh, snacks manufacturers who are already buying ingredients from us in our plant-based business. So, you know, again, the uh, the um, sales side and, and uh, that side, you know, we're quite fortunate that we've spent the last decade building this business. And oats is a natural extension of what we're doing. Northeast Saskatchewan is very well known as a prime oat growing region. So is that your target area? Or are you also looking east to the Yorkton area where there is an oat processing plant? Yeah, absolutely. Listen, I mean, uh, the east side of the province is the target. And, you know, we are seeing oats, uh, you know, around Saskatoon. So we have, you know, the Delisle facility. We've got, you know, my hometown of Davidson up to that area. There's there's oats all around those areas. And so, you know, again, the grower network that's, uh, you know, currently 
supporting AGT. We'll, we'll definitely be, do a big push into that eastern part of the province, though. You know, that's a, uh, you know, one of the best oat-growing areas of the world, one of the most reliable and, uh, and great quality. So we'll focus on, you know, Canada, U.S., and Mexico will be a big focus for this plant. And then we also have an oat program that's quite active into Asia. And so, you know, again, that's going to augment. So oats are new to AGT. We've been doing thousands of tons of oats over the last number of years. But the value-added side is going to be something that I'm very excited to enhance. The value-added industry is really taking off in Saskatchewan. We've seen this with the canola crush plant announcements and now the oat plant. Um, it's been a lot of work getting there um, in this province. So rather than shipping our crops off and having that processing done somewhere else. Well, you, you know, for those listeners who've been following my career, uh, you know, I passed my 20th anniversary since I founded AGT. It was back in July of 2021. And you know, this has been my uh, my life's work and my vision was that, you know, why are we shipping raw materials out? And what we've done in lentils and in pulses, you know, we're now going to look at doing on, uh, you know, the canola crush project with Federated Co-op, you know, to be able to take that canola crop and, uh, and crush it, feed the oil to the refinery to produce a billion liters of renewable diesel and, and to monetize the meal into high quality protein concentrates that can be then, again, combined with pulses and combined with cereals, you know, into different food and feed blends. This is what the future of agriculture will be in this country and in this province. And, you know, we're happy to be a big part of the push on that. And we're putting our money where our mouth is and we're announcing projects. Excited for, uh, for the future in Saskatchewan and excited to be investing back here in our home province. And, you know, again, uh, you know, uh, oats and, uh, and pulses are a great combination. We're excited to offer Saskatchewan's best of the world. Murad Al-Khatib is the president and CEO of AGT Food and Ingredients. After the break, Tyler Fulton with Ham's Marketing Services. The AgriPod is produced by Colby Heiss with host and CJVR Agriculture Director Alice McFarlane and is a division of the Jim Pattison Broadcast Group. Available wherever you find your favorite podcast and at farmnewsnow.com.